Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create a six-figure MFR practice. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Not only have I been practicing MFR for 11 years, I'm also a life and business coach, especially for MFR therapists. My goal is for you to understand how to get fully booked, how to talk to your clients, and how to make sure they understand what's possible for them with MFR treatment. I'm here to help you stop under earning, overworking, and burning out. I'll lend support so you can create the MFR practice you've always wanted. Learn how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town, and even if you're just starting out, and even if you've ran your practice for years. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. I have one of my previous coaching students on the podcast today, Rochelle de Crescenzo. Did I say that right? Yeah, that's good. Yep. Awesome. Yep. I was practicing ahead of time. Rochelle is a physical therapist, myofascial release therapist, and the owner of The Healing Journey located in Clinton, New Jersey. And you can find her on her website, thehealingjourneymfrpt.com if anyone wants to go check out her site. But Rochelle, I haven't seen you in forever and I am so excited to get caught up with you First of all, just like tell us a little bit about your business and what you do. Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here with you. And it has been a long time. We did coaching last year, April, May, and June. So it's been a while. My practice, like you said, is located in New Jersey, in Clinton, New Jersey. And I opened my practice at the end of 2019. And it was after a, like a really long time of wanting to have my own practice and just being really scared to take the leap. And finally, just feeling such a pull to do it that I just pulled the plug in October of 2019 and told my boss then, you know, the job that I was working at, that I was leaving and just kind of opened my practice, not really knowing anything. And then a week after I told my boss I was leaving, I found out I was pregnant. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) We were like not trying and trying at the same time. So Mm -hmm. it was very unexpected. And, you know, it was a lot of hesitation in my mind, like, should I continue to go through with this or should I stay with my job? Because at that point, I hadn't really told anybody but my boss. And I just felt such a need to do this and to do this work that I just did it anyway. And uh, I said to my husband, we'll find a way to make it work. And then COVID hit that like few months later. And it was really just like a blessing in disguise, to be honest, because, you know, I was very nervous, like, how is I going to continue my practice and have a baby and take time off for maternity? But when I had my son, the whole world was shut down. So Mm. it was actually great timing. And when I was ready to go back to work, the things were starting to open up at the end of 2020. And yeah, continued my practice there, but really not knowing exactly what I was doing. And then I found you and started listening to your podcast and read your book. I bought your book and implemented some of the things, but definitely not all of it until we started coaching. And I remember I was like folding laundry one day and listening to your podcast and you opened it up with next round of group coaching coming up. And I was like, Ooh, I wonder what that's all about. And you know, went on your website and learned more about it. And it was just a perfect fit because how could it not be a fit when you do exactly what I do as far as MFR and you help us build our businesses. So it was just like the perfect fit for me. Well, I love that that was your thought about it. Yeah. I love that so much. So you joined in April. Was there anything like really going wrong in your business or like 
What were you thinking would happen in coaching that would change your business? I think I wanted to just be able to run my business better and bring in more patients. So at that point, like the beginning of 2022 was just not very good. I just was not making a lot of money at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't necessarily doing anything different than the year before. Like, you know, I wasn't doing a ton on social media in 2021 that would have been much different in 2022. But, you know, it just wasn't happening for me. Like, there really wasn't that many patients on my books. So I wanted to fill my schedule and I wanted to just learn how to be more efficient at my business because, you know, I know how to be a PT and I am continuously learning how to be a better MFR therapist. Mm-hmm. But what we don't learn in PT school or you know, taking MFR classes is how to run our business and how to be a business person. And I think that was, for me, like kind of a missing link. So when I first left my job, my last job, which was a traditional physical therapy job, I had a colleague who told me about this business coach. And he's like, oh, I, followed, I happened to just follow this guy on social media and you should check him out. And I did. And, you know, he was great, but his focus is definitely more on like outpatient orthopedics and specifically like he does works with a lot of therapists that do CrossFit and that see that type of client. Mm -hmm. So I had to talk with him. Like he does a free consultation. I had to talk with him early on, but it just didn't seem like the right fit. And like, again, in the back of my mind, I was like, eventually I do want to do some type of coaching. I really think I need some business coaching. And besides you, there was a couple other people I had checked out as well. But like I said, once I really kind of started listening to your podcast and then we had our call, it was almost the same feeling I got when I took my first MFR class. When mm-hmm. I sat in that first that room on MFR one, like my very first class and like, I don't know, not even an hour into the class, I'm like, oh my God, this is what I want to do. This is what's mm-hmm. missing from my PT practice. And when I talked to you, I had that same feeling. So I really was pretty confident that I was going to get some help from you that I desperately needed for my business. I love that. And I think a lot of people come into coaching and it's this idea of like, I need to know how to do my business, but people don't have any idea of what that looks like, right? Mm -hmm. But I think most people think I need to work on my marketing. I need to get more people through the door. And what I teach people what to do is focus more on that the actual experience that your clients have where you understand what they need almost better than they do. And you're able to articulate that to the client. And then you're able to sell MFR. And the better you are able to sell MFR, the less people you actually need through the door because people are buying after that first treatment and they're continuing to buy over and over and over again so that they get the result that they want to have. So it's completely different than a lot of other business, I'm using quotation marks, like business type structures where it's like, you know, mass marketing, cold DMs, going to all the doctors in town and telling them that you're there. And it's more of a focus on like the inner work of who do you need to become in order to be the person that can sell this MFR and can talk about it in a way that's not confusing. So your clients aren't confused because we all, I think, I don't know if you had this, but like almost everybody when they come originally for coaching, I think everybody's idea of MFR is that it's really hard to talk about. Yeah. And so they're like trying to find their elevator pitch. Was that true for you? Oh yeah, definitely. That's and I still think sometimes you need an elevator pitch, like not for patients. Like if you're just like kind of out and about, you're talking to a group of people like at a 
you know, a dinner party or something like that, you know, it's still good to have that quick elevator pitch. But yeah, I think what you just said is is spot on. And like, it's definitely not a blueprint. Like your coaching program isn't a blueprint, but I think that that's good. And I'm not the kind of person that likes to go to doctors and do cold calls. I mean, I actually I did that when I first opened my practice. Sure. We all think that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. And like yeah. literally nothing came of it. Nothing. Yeah. I think one physician that I happened to drop off a letter to, like a note to, has sent me a couple of patients and she's never met me. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, but that's just one. And I did that multiple with multiple people. Yeah, so that's definitely not my forte. And so that's (laughs) not what we needed to do in your program, which is, is good. Yeah. So aside from getting into the program and going through it, what surprised you? Like, What was one aspect of something you learned that was kind of surprising that you weren't expecting? I think kind of what you said at the just a few minutes ago, how it is more of working on yourself so that you can be better in your business and sell MFR better. I think that's definitely still something I'm working on for sure. You know, you teach us how to use that model to, you know, clear our thoughts and do thought mm-hmm. downloads. And I definitely don't do it enough. I mean, I when I do, I see the difference and I feel better. You know, just like when I, you know, equate it to when I get treated, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of weeks after I get a treatment, I feel like I'm more centered and my patients get a better experience, you know, that same way. Like if you take care of yourself with the way you tell us to kind of clear out our brains and be better ourselves, then we can show up better for the business. So I think that was a surprise. Like, I think I kind of knew maybe a little bit of that about you just based on your book and your podcast. But it's definitely, you know, like you said, there's not like a formula. You don't have that formula. And I think that was a little bit surprising, but in a good way. Yeah. Cause you, it turns out like you don't need a formula. Like you get yeah. to kind of create your own formula. And everybody that comes to coaching is in a different space, right? We have people that literally haven't opened their doors. We have people that have been in business for 20 years, depending on the group you're in and everything in between. And it works so beautifully because there's no formula. Like, you know, there's definitely a path to follow in the course outline and that's gotten better over time, but everybody gets to work on specifically what's going on for them in their business. And all of the coaching is relevant, which is super fun. And because we're all MFR therapists, it's all focused, like no matter what one person is having going on in their business, it's applicable to everyone's business, no matter what stage of the game. Yeah, definitely. I think, and I guess that's another surprising point too, is that in our group, we did have a, the kind of the spectrum. We had mm-hmm. people that hadn't opened yet, people that were newer like myself. And then we had a couple of people that had been doing it for a while, a really like, a couple of people, a really long time. Mm-hmm. But I do think that was definitely surprising that no matter if you were coaching, you know, that person who hadn't opened her practice yet to the person who had been working for 20 years, like there was something in it that was applicable to me. You know, maybe not everything, but there was definitely something in there where it probably everyone on the call could say, oh, there was something there that that fits my business for sure. Yeah. Which is fun. Like the live coaching part, I think is what's my favorite part. (laughs) And that's why I do it twice a week now in my group because it's like, I just love it so much. And then you have the supplemental part where you can go in the Facebook group or you can go into the course portal and find basically a video, a podcast, a download or something for any question you have. 
Yeah. So there's a wide variety. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about, before we started recording, you were talking about your numbers and you had shared with me a little bit about raising your rate. So you went through coaching in April, May, and June, right? Mm -hmm. And then you just shared with me that you did not raise your rate until November of 2022. Tell me what happened. (laughs) Tell me what was going on. Uh, I don't know. It was just a continuous hesitation to really sit down and look at the numbers. Mm -hmm. What were you afraid you'd uncover? Well, I think partly I was afraid, like I didn't know the full picture as well as I should have. Right before we started coaching, I took on a new space for my clinic. And it was like a pretty big leap to do it because I'm paying a lot more in rent than I was before. But I did it because it's a bigger space. There's so much more room to grow in this space and to do, you know, to do classes and to do all these things that I couldn't do in my other space. And it's just a beautiful setting. Like I'm in my office now and I'm looking out the water. It's right on the Raritan River in New Jersey. So it's just really pretty. And you know, I knew my rent, but I still wasn't like sure exactly well, what is my electricity going to cost? Because I'm in, you know, here in this space, I'm responsible for all my bills. Yeah. It's like having a house. It is like having a house. So yeah. I was like just hesitant to like, I didn't really know what those numbers were going to be, but I could have definitely done it sooner than November. Mm-hmm. I just think my hesitation was that. You know, I always feel like I'm not good with finances. I'm not good with money. And so I had trouble like just forcing myself to sit down and do it. And I mean, I hear you in my head all the time. Like, uh-huh. you know, you have to just do like, just do it, sit down, figure yeah. it out. Like the circumstances here, like the electricity, the internet, the rent, like yeah. it's here, whether you look at it or not, like it's coming out of your bank account, whether you right. look at it or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like for that part, you had given us kind of a formula. Yep. To how to do it, like how to figure out your rate. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was good. And again, it was just like a resistance I had that I really just, it took me a long time to overcome it to just say, like, I have to do this. I have to sit down. I also started to get a little resentful of my rate that I, because mm-hmm. I, before I saw I get, before I started coaching, mm-hmm. I was not taking credit cards because I didn't want to deal with the credit card fee. So everybody was just paying me cash, check, or Venmo. And my rate was my rate. And I, there was nothing taken out. So then when I started taking credit cards, which I think was helpful, like you pushed me to do that. And I think it was mm-hmm. definitely helpful to do it. Did I push you or suggest it? Uh, <laughs> you suggested it. Sorry. Yeah. I don't want to say you pushed. You guys are all on the edge and I just push everybody over. Yeah. yeah no pushing. Like no, push. <laughs> no I, I'm sorry. Yeah. Suggested. I'm just you. Yeah. And coached me through it, you know, and again, it might not have been directly, but it was with, you know, what things you said to other people and in our coaching session. Yeah. So you use the formula, you figured out your rate, but you've mentioned that you became resentful. Like what happened with the credit card fees and the rate and the resentment? Oh, well, I was not resentful once I figured out my new rate. I started to get resentful of just feeling like you know, I wasn't making what I wanted to make once I saw the credit card fees being taken out, mm-hmm. you know, especially when I sold the package, which I had been doing, but then it's like, you know, the package is already a discount. And now on top of that, there's a credit card fee. So I was just like, ah, I think that part of it, that's what really pushed me. Like after a couple months of that, I was like, oh God, I have to sit down and figure this out because I'm really like annoyed. Like I feel like, you know, I'm not making enough of what yeah. I want from my patients. And I'm, you know, I'm giving the same to everybody. And I just felt like I wasn't getting what I wanted to get. 
Yeah. So that really drove me to like finally sit down and look at all of my numbers. And I did feel a little bit more confident by later in the year that I had a better handle on what my monthly expenses were. Again, I could have done it earlier. Yeah. Well, and it just is what it is, right? You just have like the circumstance of like when you decided to do it. Yeah. I just want to point out too, like, it doesn't matter when you do it. It matters that you do it and you will make more money in the lifetime of your business the sooner you do it. So we'll just put that out there. But there's no shame in waiting. And there's also, I think, a very good learning lesson and like the opportunity to see the difference between like, okay, I was feeling this way when I set this rate and I set this rate on these reasons. I didn't use the formula originally or whatever. And now I am. And like, and this is the difference. Like I'm using this formula. I'm using this method. I've coached myself on it. I understand all of the numbers to input in here because it just ends up being a math problem, right? Yes. It's the drama between in the middle of that, that keeps us from setting our rates in the first place and from creating what we want in our businesses, right? So it seems like to me, like you got through the drama, you deleted the drama. It just took a little while. That's okay. For a lot of people, it takes 20 years. So let's just like, it's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like it's such a brief period of time all in the same year. And then you set your new rate. And then how has that been? It's been good. I mean, I didn't lose any patience over it. Hmm. And were you surprised about that? A little bit. I think a little bit surprised. Yeah. Like, cause you expected like, if when I raise my rate, I'm going to burn my business down or like people are going to be pissed. Yeah. People are going to leave or not come as often. I mean, I definitely had a couple people that aren't coming as often, Sure, but they're still coming. And I think they get it. There wasn't like, Oh, you know, why are you doing this? I can't believe that you're asking this much. I mean, there was none of that. They just yeah. like a couple of people just, you know, instead of coming twice a month, they're coming once a month. Yeah. And that's fine. You know, and I was definitely nervous, like selling my first package with my new rate to a new client, like the first person that came in having to say what the cost was for a session, or this is my package rate. I was almost choked on my words a little coming out. Sure. But it was the perfect scenario because that first patient, she was so thankful for the session we had. She came in here with a frozen shoulder that she had been dealing with for over a year. Mm -hmm. and was really not in a good place. Like based on her intake, I mean, I think she was really like not in a good place in her life. You know, she was very depressed over how bad her shoulder was. And just in that first session, we made such a big difference and I didn't even crank on her shoulder. I mean, I think I kept her shoulder neutral most of the time and worked on her neck and some thorax and whatever. And so she was just so thankful that when I told her the rate and then the package rate, she immediately bought a package and she wanted to even give me a tip. And I was like, oh no, that's, you know, that's okay. This is the rate. This is it. So you mean that she wanted to pay you even more money, <laughs> yeah. right? What I see here is like a client came in, you were able to tell them that you could help them. You told them exactly how you would help them and what the outcome would be from working with you. And they were a hell yes, because they weren't confused because you weren't confused. Yeah. And that's the difference. Like that's all the work you did to be able to charge that rate is you know exactly how you're going to help them and you're not afraid to offer it. And it's like that clean confidence of, do you want this? This will help you. And letting them say yes or no and helping them just educating them about like what they're giving up if they are or no. Yeah, no, I've definitely gotten better at selling MFR since working with you for sure. I think sometimes you you still stumble over your words a little bit. Sure. 
that's human. Yeah, exactly. We're not cranking out a bunch of like MFR selling robots. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But it's just so much different. It's definitely so much different. And I think I'm not afraid to sell my package. Like I'm really confident that like, listen, you need at least six sessions for this to work and to see a difference. And this is not a quick fix. Even start to see a difference. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten so much more confident in that and it's helped a lot. But last year, I mean, already this year too, like, but towards the end of last year, I would say specifically, I was selling mostly packages and it was great. I mean, it was just great to see that money come in and, and to know that people were committed. Like, you know, I think as MFR therapists, we really want our patients to be committed. We know, I mean, we're committed, right? As we're, we're therapists, but we're also yeah. patients and we're committed to the work. So we want the, you know, that commitment from our patients. Well, and we want our work on the results of those patients that got a lot of treatment, not on the patients that got one treatment. Oh, totally. Yes. That too. You know what I mean, like I want my name on that work walking out the door that has those results because they stayed long enough to get those results. Yeah. And I think when we focus on that, especially in our, you know, for anyone listening to this, like, even if you haven't gone through coaching and you have no intention of going through coaching, but just like take away this piece of information. If you focus on the long-term result that you can get for the client and you focus on selling that, that is where the gold is. That's what we're here for. We're not here just to like open up our bank account and pile money in. That's a result of when we get clients lots of good results, right? That's the byproduct of that. So keeping that first and foremost in our attention stream is very important. Like we just want people to have really good results. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Story. Or we wouldn't do what we did because we could just stay in traditional medicine, just doing what everybody else is doing. And we wouldn't know the difference, right? Except we do know the difference. We do know the difference. Yeah. We can't unsee it. Yeah. Totally. Yep. All right. Well, do you want to talk some numbers? Do you want to share some numbers with us? Yeah, sure. So, you know, I'm definitely not where I want to be still ultimately, you know, and I'm hoping 2023, I think will be different because mm-hmm. like you mentioned, like I raised my rate for new patients, not until November of 2022, and for existing patients just this month in January. Yeah. Okay. First of all, though, we're going to back this up because I don't want you to have any shame or downplaying in your numbers because all numbers are good and all numbers are neutral, (laughs) right? Like they're just neutral. They're just numbers. And we are dealing with the part where like you didn't make any rate change until the last two months of 2022. Okay. So yes, I think when you reveal your numbers, we have to keep that in mind that it's a huge improvement solely based on your just ability to sell MFR at the rate you already had. Is that true? Yes. Yes, that's true. Yes, definitely. Okay. <laughs> I think that too. I mean, I really do. I mean, I'm not ashamed of my numbers. I just, you know, I have a goal that I'd rather, I'd like to get to where I'm just yeah. not quite there yet, but yes, I'm happy with my numbers for sure. So okay. in 2021, by the end of the year, I grossed just about $39,000. And at the end of 2022, I grossed just over $50,000. That's huge. That's a big improvement, right? Yeah, definitely. Like just staying the course, like selling the MFR, creating clients over and over and over again, not changing your rate. Perfect. Yeah. What's your 2023 goal? I think I'd like to at least hit 75000 gross by the end of the year. Okay. Have you mathed that out? Have you like taken your new rate and what your average fully booked number is and like mathed that out for the year to see what you would actually end up with? Because I just be curious, like I highly doubt raising your rate is only going to gross you 25K more. 
I haven't. I mean, I kind of did when I first went through my rate change, but Mm -hmm. no, not recently. So that's good advice to go back and do that again. Okay. Yeah. So when we're done with this call, I want you to math that out because I think you're going to see like it's inevitable that you'll hit 75K. And it's also super, super, super important for you to have a very clear and concise goal. And I know we haven't coached in a long time. Like here's some little coaching for you, but it's only because I know what your potential is and what is available for you. Like it's just here. It's as good as done. And the sooner you can switch into that and like really see that for yourself, like the more likely it is to happen. So 75K is probably more of you're like, yep, I mean, I'm doing that no matter what, even if I go on vacation, even if my kids get sick, even if I take time off, right? Even if I do T for T. But I wonder what else is possible for you if you have a little bit bigger goal. And we don't set our goals based on if if we're going to be disappointed enough, we don't meet it. It's like, what's possible if I set this goal? Yeah. Like, has it ever occurred to you to set a six-figure goal? Yes. I'd like to get there eventually. Yeah. But what if you got there this year? (laughs) What is this eventual stuff? What's happening right now? (laughs) Yeah. I definitely want to get there. I mean, I'd love to get back there and so, you know, as quickly as possible. I was there, Mm -hmm. you know, with my last job. Yeah. But you probably had to work 40, 50 hours a week, right? Oh, yeah. I mean... Probably more than that, honestly. How many was, hours do you work now in, in this business? So my my fully booked is 13 visits a week. Yeah, that's so amazing. Yeah. Like it's, you made $50,000 working 13 hours a week. Like, do you know how badass that is? Yeah, no, I'm I'm so excited about it. I mean, it's amazing. And I work five minutes from home. Yeah. You know, again, my last job, I was driving all over the world because yeah. I was a travel therapist. Yeah. You had to work hard. You had to oh, very hard, hard, right? Yeah. It yeah. was very hard. Yeah. And I used to say yeah. all the time, my God, if I took my salary, like it was a bigger salary, but I used to joke with one of my girlfriends, like if I took that salary and divided it out by the number of hours I actually put in, because mm-hmm. I was in charge of people and I was always helping the somebody stress. with something and the yeah. stress. I'm like, I probably make like $2 an hour. <laughs> so right. Yeah. So it's the truth. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have the goal, but I mean, even just that increase, you know, from 2021 to 2022, like I'm not saving necessarily any money yet, but I was able to contribute so much more to our family finances this year than I was the past year. Like I, surprisingly, when we were, you know, we did some preliminary tax numbers, my husband and I, I mean, I was really surprised how much I was able to contribute to, you know, our mortgage and car payments and just bills at home that I was not doing the previous year. So that was a big difference. That's amazing. And something to be super proud of and something to really celebrate, like just the feeling of being able to contribute. And then I would watch this year, 2023 is like, at what point do I get to pay myself a very consistent salary, no matter what? Yeah. And working towards building that because those are some of those foundational things that will start to come based on what you did in April, May, and June. Yes. And like that implementation of that rate change. And I I think too, like I would challenge you to continue to be really intimate with your numbers, even with this like idea that you're not good at money. And like, how does that story like serve you? Because it's probably not even true anymore because someone who's not good at money would have created this $50,000 and not contributed to their family. Like it would just be gone. Yeah. So I want to just celebrate you and like, it's huge and it's really good. And 
this is just the beginning. Like you haven't even had like a whole quarter of a price increase to like really see the magnitude of like the fruits of your labor. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I definitely agree. And I think 2023 is going to be excellent. And, you know, and in the future too, like I mentioned earlier that I, you know, I just had a, I have a baby at home. I have two kids. I have a two and a half year old and I have an eight year old. So our two and a half year old is still home with us. And luckily, you know, my husband used to travel into Manhattan for work and post COVID, he hasn't had to go back, which has just been amazing. And it's allowed me to build my business and do coaching with you. And so I'm really very fortunate in that. And with our little guy, he just kind of, you know, goes between us. So if when I'm at work, he's with Matt and vice versa. So like, you know, I know even in a couple of years when he's in kindergarten and in school full time, and even, you know, we'll get him into some kind of school even before then, but you know, the potential to continue to grow and to make the money I want to make. And I mean, I do know it's inevitable, hundred percent. I know it's inevitable. Yeah. Based on the decisions you made last year. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really cool too. Like I wonder the quality of your son's life because he got to have this experience with two parents that were at home with him. Like that's all he knows. Yes. And like how different his life will be shaped because you were able to make those decisions and both of you be home, you know, cause you could totally decide that he's going to daycare and you have to work 40 hours a week. Right. Yeah. Making these decisions that are like in the best interest of your family and like being able to take the time and to like have the luxury of the work schedule that you've created, like you created that luxury. Nobody handed it to you. Oh yeah. And that's the power of having your own MFR business. <laughs> yes, I agree a hundred percent. And I do think that there is something to be said for that, that like, I definitely couldn't have given my son that. And I, you know, I, I look back when my daughter was his age, I didn't give that to her. I mean, I was, I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off most of the time for work. Yeah. You just didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. And even now I'm so happy that I am there for him and I'm also there for her. Like we can go to school function so much better, so much easier. And like, I'm home for her when she gets off the bus most days. And if I'm not, my husband is, or, you know, we're getting her on the bus in the morning and yes, having my own MFR practice and definitely working with you and coaching with you to learn how to really build that practice and make it profitable I mean, I just, I feel so fortunate because it's definitely, you know, I work hard for sure, but yeah, you know, I, I have the time with my kids and it's really just amazing. I love that so much. And just a note on like working hard. I just don't think there's anything wrong with working hard. There's a difference though, between working hard and hustling. And none of this sounds hustly to me. It just sounds like hard work, right? Like you go, you clock in, you put your time in, you work hard, you serve your patients hard. And then you go home and you enjoy your family time. Totally. Yeah. And that is beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. And I think too, like just, you know, being like having your own practice too and doing this work, like if you're thinking about it, like anyone that's listening, that's thinking about it, that's in more of a traditional role. For me, I always hated doing the paperwork. You know, I, I used from almost when I first started as a therapist, I would always say, God, I wish I could just treat my patients and go home. Like, I hate having to do all this paperwork and documentation and make it sound like, you know, quote unquote, just right for the insurance company. Yeah. And it's such garbage. And like, there's so much time wasted doing that, where when you have your own practice and you're doing this work, it's just, you know, of course you keep documentation on your patients, but it's just simple and easy. And it's, 
it just flows into the fact that, again, that you just have, you work hard and you don't get anything good out of life unless you're putting the time and effort and work into it. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's work or marriage or friendship or whatever it is, like you have to work hard at it and give it time and energy. But then, like you just said, to then have that time to also enjoy the family and not be stressed when I'm home with my kids, that I have 10 patients to follow up with on the phone and documentation to write on 15 people because I wasn't efficient while I was with them because I wanted to keep my hands on them or stay right, right. by them. You know, it's, it's beautiful. And I think your coaching program just allows, like teaches you how to just do that even better. And I mean, I'm getting, still getting better at it every day. You can always improve. Yeah. We're always learning, evaluating, you know, what's going well, what isn't, yep. what are we going to do yep. differently? All that stuff. Yeah. Well, and you know, like life in general is just, it's hard. Yeah. And we get to pick our heart. Like it can be hard hustling, grinding it out at a 40 hour a week job that's sucking the life out of us. Or we can choose the hard where we're unsure. There's no path cut for us. We have to cut our own path and create our own business. You get to choose your heart. They're both hard. Mm-hmm. But there's consequences to both and huge payoffs to both. And you just get to pick which one you want. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I'm excited that you chose to open your own practice and that you kept going even when it was hard, even when you weren't sure how it was going to cash flow. And even when you weren't very busy. And like I said earlier, like it's these numbers, like what's what you're experiencing is still just the beginning. Yeah. And like with the treatment space you have and everything you've created, like the potential for your business and how you're going to grow it out is, I don't know, like the sky is the limit. And I'm just excited to watch you do it. So uh, I hope you keep me informed and keep me updated every so often. Totally. Of course, for sure. Awesome. Is there anything you wanted to add before we wrap up? Where can people find you? They can find me on my website at thehealingjourneymfrpt.com. I'm also on Facebook with the same handle, thehealingjourneymfrpt.com. And yeah, I don't think there's too much more to add. I mean, going through coaching was a great experience. And I think there was a handful of things I was hesitant to change or, or not necessarily hesitant, but like not sure the impact it would have on my business. And I think just having you to talk that out with and also the Facebook group, you know, so you can like bring things up on there and other people in the group can chime in was just really helpful. You know, just simple things like, you know, putting my schedule online, for instance, you know, I was hesitant to do that, but it really made a big impact in my practice. And also just, you know, cleaned up my schedule too. I was kind of just like, oh, you can come whenever you want and I'm always available. And, you know, I started to be like, that's not working. Yeah. I remember that too. Cause you were like, I don't want to give up control over my schedule. Yeah, right. And I yeah, was like, how much control do you have when you're open 24 hours? <laughs> yeah. It was no control. And, but I, you made me look at it in a different way. Yeah. I thought I was giving up control and it was just the opposite, you know, putting a schedule, like actual schedule in place. And then just having that open on your website is just, there's so much more control in that. Yeah. You know, that was great. I think just, that's what I would say. So you just helped us look at things in a different way and clear the the uh, fog out of your brain yeah. and just help you come up with clearer decisions. So it's, you're making a best decision for you. Yeah, I love it. Well, I'm so glad that you're doing so well and I appreciate you sharing everything with the audience. I know it helps people because people are just looking for like, can this work for me? And it takes one person that they relate to that 
makes them say like, yes, this is safe for me to join. It's safe for me to go through coaching. It's safe for me to have an MFR practice. And the more MFR therapists we have out there that can sell MFR like badasses, the more patients are going to get help with MFR, which is the total goal here. So totally appreciate you sharing your story and being willing to come on the podcast. I know it can be nerve wracking, but I hope your experience was fun. (laughs) It was fun. I was definitely nervous, but it was fun. And I appreciate you having me. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us today for another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. And I'll be back next week with even more fun topics to share with you. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. My goal is to help all MFR therapists stop under earning and burning out. I have several resources available for you. Read my book, The MFR Coach's Guide to Having Your Own MFR Business, available on Amazon and at Advanced John Barnes MFR Seminars. Keep listening to the podcast. I'll always have fresh content each and every week. Join my group coaching program. Enrollment opens four times per year. We take all the information I teach and lay down the foundation for your six-figure MFR business. It's more than just raising rates, but you'll make that the hardest part. Then expand into the business owner who delivers your rate like it's just the news and who can sell MFR to anyone in any situation. I'll show you how. Get on my email list, follow me on social media at The MFR Coach, and visit my website for more information on group enrollment, themfrcoach.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week.